And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And guys, let's get right into it. We got some stuff to talk about. Let's talk about the movies we've seen. Robert, who who you who have you seen and what have you seen and who are you wearing? Uh, who am I wearing today? Uh, just a standard T-shirt. Ah, um, wow. Yeah, a Terrence who, shirt. By Terrence shirt. Yeah. Um, only seen a couple movies outside of what we're talking about today. Rewatched uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Jamie, she had never seen it. Um, seen it a few times now. Still liking it. I um, do wish that they had like gone and spent more time in some of the multiverse, even if it was just like a little montage more than him when him and her are just flying through multiple ones. Mm-hmm. It would have been funny to have a sequence of like them hopping, like talking to someone like, hey, if, do you know if there's a blah, blah, blah or Doctor Strange in this universe? You know, oh, no, go this way. But and then cut to the next scene, even just spend like a little bit of I, I don't know. It would have been fun to have. A little chunk of time devoted. One of them, where Doctor Strange looks at the camera, and goes, "Oh, I should have taken that left at Albuquerque." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's like birds flying around a the big bump on his <laughs> mm-hmm. head because he came up under a rock or something. Also, he didn't bargain with bu- enough people in this movie. Yeah, I was like, I assumed from the end of the first Doctor Strange, like he'd be bargaining a lot more. Yeah, Wanda, I've come to bargain. <laughs> What's this? My mantra. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed that uh, seeing that again. Um. Are you it's, do you, do you like it more or less every time you watch it? Mm, I think I like it the same. I I don't like it less on the rewatch, but I it's still not like top tier for me. Um, it's just that uh, it's that frustrating thing of I do think it's actually pretty Sam Raimi throughout, but I wish it was even more Sam Raimi throughout, and so I don't feel like he was completely stifled. But it's weird when you hear little things of like. Doctor Strange and Mordo are going to have like a little stare off when they first see each other again. And Kevin Feige was like, cut that out. No, get that out of there. And he was, and Raimi had to tell him like, no, and say like, we have to have it in. And it's like, not even a, it's nothing. You guys even remember that? Not really. They shows up at the door, cuts to Mordo's eyes, cuts to Doctor Strange eyes. And it's kind of like, oh, this guy was like, well, trying to kill me since the last end of the movie, which we never saw. Mm-hmm. He, he tells us that's what that was happening. It's nothing though. It's not. It's not even the weirdest, most Raimi thing in the movie. And it's like that's what Feige was like. Get this out of here! What are you doing? Stare it. Stare off. <laughs> so odd. Um, but yeah, enjoyable. I'm. I'm wondering, Max, if there's gonna be if I'm gonna like watch it at some point and be like, it's gonna drop considerably or something. But still like it. Um, and then the other one, very new movie, just came out uh, before the weekend, and uh, I would like everyone to go see it. That means you guys. No, I don't. I don't know if you would dig it. It's called Barbarian. Um, this is a new horror movie directed by Zach Krager of the Whitest Kids You Know uh, sketch group. Um, his feature debut, as far as I know. And uh, it is great. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, I, I 
hmm, how much do I want to say about this movie? Hmm. Is, it, um, is, it a, is it a comedy horror or is it more like... Uh, it is. Joy? I mean, he is a guy from it, comedy who made a horror movie. So there's definitely a lot of like, there's definitely a lot of humor in it uh-huh. and not like unintentional humor. Like there's definitely funny things in it. And I think it's a really good blend. I think you're laughing appropriately at parts. And also like, I was chilled. Like This I is the like, one that's like a, like an Airbnb that's like, there's the something kind of... The premise is... Um, Georgina Campbell, who I don't, I didn't recognize the actress, but, um, she was really great in it. She shows up at Airbnb really late at night in Detroit. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, old Pennywise himself is there. In fact, he has a line at one point where he's like, I don't look like a monster, do I? And I was like, yeah, you do. (laughs) And I was hoping she would have said like, you played Pennywise. You're freaky to me. Um, they're double booked. He's already sleeping. He, she, he was awoken by her knocking, uh, and she's supposed to be there too. So they have this kind of awkward shuffle of like, well, listen, the neighborhood doesn't isn't great, and maybe you should come in and stay, and you can stay on the couch, and I'll go in the, or, or I'll stay on the couch, you go in the bedroom, blah blah blah, and it's just all this stuff like, hey, and it's like, I don't want to sleep with the sheets dirty, so he cleans them, and then while they stay up and talk, like there's still awkwardness, and but the movie has a lot of red herrings as far as like who you think might be bad or what if you think you know what's going on, you probably don't. Um, but uh, the trailer, I would say go in as blind as you can. The trailer, thankfully, doesn't really give much away. It's the pretty much the first act is what it shows. So um, so that's refreshing as well. Um, the other person that I didn't, I don't think I realized was in the movie because if he was in the trailer, it must have been just a quick cut, is uh, Justin Long. <clears throat> He's the only mm. person I actually saw in the first, the first trailer I saw of this was Justin Long. So like, hmm. so I thought he was different... the main character from what I saw. Mm. Interesting. Okay, so maybe you saw a different a trailer. Whatever the original trailer was was like uh, was was perfect. Uh, at any rate, um, yeah, really great. Like I said, I was I was like holding myself and was like freaked out by the movie. It was really did the scares really well. It had some really good laughs. I was and, holding uh, myself, but I was watching a different movie. So uh, yeah, and they asked me to leave the theater, and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> this is what this is for? Um, no, it was really good. And like the audience too, we had our audience was laughing. Was That's what you get for going to the out. Tiki theater. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ran into all my old friends, Fred Willard, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Pee Wee. Um, it was, it was just, I can't That's chilling. Fred Willard's I, dead. That's chilling that you ran. I know into the... it's fucked up. It made this movie scarier in my opinion. Um, no, it's really good. Go see it. Uh, it's, it's a fun one to see with like an audience and like a good sound system on a big screen. I think, think it's playing with like the big dolby sound boost or whatever in some theaters so uh check it out barbarian d box as well oh man i wish oh man i'm you have no context but there were interactive elements and, and water spraying and stuff in in d box this would be a wild movie Whew. and also i Same with the movie i this. was watching too there is there is gore but there's like only a few punctuations of like someone you know a someone gets killed or something and it's like boom boom it happens and then it's over so it's if it's the kind of thing where you think oh i can't sit through a movie of someone with their arm chopped off running around and blood everywhere it's like no it's really a few times only really quick usually it's all like atmosphere and it does a good job of scaring you without being like see see i'm this person's getting bisected in half or something it's it's very it, it knows it's lane it does a really good job so anyway barbarian and that's uh, movies. Andrew, you're you gonna watch this. You gonna watch Barbarian? No, after that description? no. <laughs> These are it is it is in a way feeling. it's tamer than. I don't think it would be your guys' cup of tea, but it's not as like extreme as I think you're. You guys sure, sure. 
Uh, anyway, Max, what so do you I'm officially announcing in October we are watching It's Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> Max, what about you? Uh, I watched a movie called Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, which uh, is about okay. World War II. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> it's about World War II and uh, the island of Guernsey and Nazis invading and um, the people living there um like basically having to uh, uh, run, run around lie and protect themselves i guess mm. they 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 get together and then they're like trying to come up with hey why are you out after curfew and so one of them says uh like it's a literary club and then another one says that like something about potato, potato peel pies because they like they ate a potato peel pie and so then they have to combine it and say it's a literary and potato peel pie society. Mm. Uh, and then an, uh, a writer goes to meet up with these people that um, this is after the war, goes to meet up with the people who were, you know, to hear their story, what went on during that. Uh, it's pretty good. And it's got uh, some recognizable faces, especially if you've seen Downton Abbey. There are four people from Downton Abbey. There's uh, someone from the IT club uh, i it crowd mm -hmm. uh and humans uh actress i don't know her name she's great though uh and then baby driver's friends in it baby driver's friends lily james is she baby driver friend oh yeah yeah i think so she was one of the baby driver friend also baby in, driver uh, friend <laughs> baby driver friend uh she was also in uh downton abbey so she was she's covered by the, oh i see as well um, and then uh, from, gosh, I'm so bad at coming up with the stuff on the spot, but uh, Orphan Black, uh, the father of the, the daughter in, in that is also in this. The father of the daughter. Father of the daughter. <laughs> of the bride. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Check it out. A little, little uh, romantic drama, I guess. Not really comedy. Um, pretty good. Uh, I also watched The Abyss after blowing some bubbles <laughs> in the park because uh, it kind of reminded me of the effect of the, the mm. water um, the water creature water uh, the, the creature inhabiting the water or whatever yeah, right? yeah. yeah exactly uh, it's a pretty crazy movie and it's also funny now with a new Avatar movie coming out seeing some of the through lines that uh, James Cameron is continuing. He's always been a water boy. A water boy and an oh, alien whoa, whoa, boy. Oh, water boy. <laughs> uh, I was just hearing something today about how he is a tyrant on set, and Ooh. the shooting of the abyss was miserable by all accounts. Damn. Um, including, I want to say people, someone might have accidentally almost drowned, like was resuscitated, but I think did drown and then had to be, I, th I think, I could be, maybe I'm telling tales out of school now. Um, but also you bet that those people are watching the they see the trailer for the new avatar and they're like he could have just done cg water what the <laughs> <laughs> yeah back then i mean they did cg water that was water they did they did in fact CG. there's a yeah. um that light and magic i forget did you watch all that uh i watched uh, the first episode of that oh i don't think i have that written down i watched the first episode of that okay well that's i mean we'll, we'll get there but what i was going to say is there is an app that does talk about like that effect and like imagine like how do you make fake water, make it look real, and then make sure that like the way you see through it looks real? 
and yeah. interact with it like it looks really good still like yeah. it, it's they had really achieved like what they were trying to go for and i it's still very impressive so stick with that show and watch there, there's an app that does feature that one so yeah I, I will keep watching that one it's it's good and some of the stuff also comes up in the corridor crew uh mm-hmm. youtube videos that i watch i think they have some of the same people on there uh talking about the stuff but um yeah, like I, I think, you know, water effects are definitely it's possible to do a lot better now, but uh, it doesn't take you out of the movie still. And for the time, it was in, it was way impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it, it, it's an enjoyable movie. Uh, the other movie that I saw. Uh, hey, before was... you get to that, I got a message for James Cameron. You listening, uh-huh. Cameron? You're yes, a needle dick and there's something wrong with your modula oblongata. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Gatorade. Gatorade. <laughs> Andrew's a real Captain Insano of the podcast. Oh, man. I love how, like, when they cut to that shot of him laughing so hard, he's crying. Yeah. <laughs> that, that gets me every time. Anyways. Live on the show yeah, while he's calling just... in. <laughs> so all right. Good. All right. Max, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, the last movie I watched was uh, one of Robert's favorites of all time, uh, Elvis. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, and Andrew, I think you, you've also seen this. Mm-hmm. This will uh, be the first. You go and then I'll start mine with this. What? We can, okay. What? I don't know. I don't know if I want to be. I thought that Austin Butler did an <sighs> incredible, my incredible job. Mm-hmm. amazing job portraying uh elvis and uh tom hanks on the other hand <laughs> made some absolutely fucking baffling choices and <laughs> was awful in every single scene that he appeared in was about 50 times worse because he was there and at the end of the movie I went and looked up his character. I had no idea who his character was. I looked up his character. Do you think it was going to be like a figment of Elvis's imagination that was never a character in the real life? I thought this guy must be quirky. This guy must be weird. There must be a reason that this fucking thing happened the way that it did. And he doesn't sound a goddamn thing like Tom Hanks trying to do this voice i don't know what he was doing so he how was much doing... was it how much was tom hanks going for that how much was baz lerman like at making him make it that like it's so putting, it's so interesting uh, yeah i would like to know the breakdown who to blame for this i'm putting it all on tom for, hanks. for what it's worth whenever i've seen like them on a red carpet or talking about the movie he's always praising austin butler and is like hey i know i'm in the movie but this is the guy who you're coming to watch the movie for and it's like i I kind of agree with you, but he, to me, was so weird and kind of bad in like an amusing way. Have you like, seen the guy he's playing? I have. Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed that it's not even close? It's just not. It's yeah, it's he's doing it to say he's, he's doing an he's, exaggeration is a, is a, a disservice to the word exaggeration. I'd actually no, seen you... him. I'd actually seen him before, too, in uh, Austin Powers and Goldmember because I thought he did. a. <laughs> Essentially, this is the thing is it makes me feel like the the it got me to see the, the movie accent. like the trailer went like what i remember the trailer was like it was it was all very basilermany of course but then we are two lost children looking for you know the greatest adventure in the blah. i was just like what is this like what is this character so i that's 
It got me in the okay, seat. Yeah, what I what I thought was, what the fuck is happening in this movie? <laughs> I thought, why the hell would I want to watch a movie where Tom Hanks is doing this bullshit? And here you are now. It, like, <laughs> the trailer is a good, like... Before the movie came out, I was like, if the movie, movie sucks, like, this trailer will always be great to me. Because it was, like, so, like, <laughs> over the top. Like, I loved it. But I couldn't believe how good Austin Butler did. It's and pretty incredible. Tom, and then you have Tom Hanks hop in there like he didn't even give it a second. Now, now, thought. now, I need to bring the scene down a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, it's, he's like giving it a Danish. I think what he's trying to go for is the fact that this guy immigrated from, from Holland or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he's playing it as if this is secretly a Nazi spy who's like trying to avoid persecution by coming to America and like changing his whole thing. It feels very xenophobic. Mm. Uh, Tom, Hanks I mean, it's also, like, I mean, like everyone was Nazi- being haters back then too. I mean, they were like grilling him. Where's your, you know, social security and blah, blah, blah. And you know, all that other yeah, trying I'm to sure. lobby yeah, anything they could at them. That's part of the movie. But like, if you listen to the actual guy, he sounds like he's from New Jersey. If you mm-hmm. listen to Tom Hanks in the movie, he sounds like he's from he, Germany. He, and so it's like, uh, it's like they're putting in this foreign accent to make you dislike this character more, which feels very xenophobic. It feels terrible to me. I don't like it on principle. I don't like the way that it came across just like in terms of the movie, it made it also. I wonder if the interviews like and, and audio of him that we've seen, the real guy, how much he's changed or was trying to sound more American. Like how much of an accent did he have when he actually came to America? I wonder. And, that, and that's what, what Tom Hanks is going for. And also. I'm not saying that's. He's also going for a version of it that, that where he's speaking in a way that he didn't actually speak because May- like in his real life, he was yeah, actually trying to cover it up. And so this is Tom Hanks's version of if he weren't. Ever well, here's what I want to know. Did, did Elvis ever, cause every time we come back to Elvis's house, he had a new type of little vehicle. And I'm, <laughs> I want to know if that's actually true. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> the real heart of this story. Anyway, <laughs> what kind of go-cards are you going to have next? <laughs> uh, I thought the, the movie overall was really uh impressive i thought like austin butler i couldn't i couldn't believe how well he uh the, the mannerisms the the accent and the singing uh, very impressive wow if i i don't know if you guys have a favorite scene but um the christmas special recording mm-hmm. holy mm-hmm. shit i love that scene so much yeah. and you can there's like a youtube a video of you can watch it kind of side by side it's it's he's doing elvis better than elvis at sometimes it's insane it's really wild and then by the end of the movie they start cutting in actual elvis uh clips mm-hmm. and the only way the only way you can tell is because the footage is a little bit grainier mm-hmm. that's like about it nuts all right yeah what do you think andrew about this i agree with you i think austin butler is like honestly he's breathtaking like he's so good he's captivating his performance is like otherworldly, like he should be nominated for this performance. And I'm not exaggerating. Like he's so, even if this was a fictitious person, he was, he was like portraying, like if Elvis didn't exist and Elvis Presley, the character was this new thing that they invented for the movie. I would still be like, holy shit, this is a lived in character. He's so good. And like, I was just like, I was so captivated by him in the movie and that's about where my like compliments of the movie end because I went in this movie. I don't like Baz Luhrmann movies. I still don't like Baz Luhrmann movies. Um, 
I don't think he can tell his story for shit. I think he gets distracted very easily when he's in the middle of telling a story by like, what if I put in like an interesting scene right here? And it's always just like to the detriment of the movie. Every time mm. he he's like, he has an idea and he like can't help himself. And it always distracts me. It's like when I'm in a musical, when like a story's about like, you know, a story's being established and then somebody breaks out in a song and you're just like, I just want to know more about the story. I don't need to know. Like, you know, I need to spend the next three minutes hearing you sing. That being said, yes, Austin Butler's great. Um, I am with Max in that Tom Hanks is so distractingly bad in this movie. And the thing is, it was a very weird decision from the very beginning of the movie to tell this movie from his POV. Yeah, that was an interesting framing device. Like he's old at that casino. It's mm-hmm. like he's kind of hallucinating that he's still gambling oh and shit. Oh my god! Like I even forgot about some of this stuff. The fact that they keep cutting back to his um, him like gambling while he's in the hospital gown because it's kind of him on his deathbed remembering mm-hmm. what the, it was like to be in a casino. The other Stupid. thing, the other thing they kept doing that was always distracting was they would have these scenes where they like show either like an exterior of the casino. And it's like they have a scene of Elvis arguing with Colonel Tom Parker and then they do an ex- like an exterior shot and they, you know, you just had Elvis arguing with like a 45 year old Colonel Tom Parker and then you see like a 70 year old Colonel Tom Parker in a different room and it's just like, wh- why am I seeing that? It was just like there's too much of stuff like that where it's like because you're being told through his POV and he's having these memories that they kind of want to keep reminding you that we're we're seeing it through you know current day mm-hmm. tom parker's vision that they have to kind of throw in his face every once in a while and i'm always that it was just like unnecessary and it always kind of threw me off and like also the makeup was not great on him so it was just like huh <laughs> so every time they did it, it's just like stop doing this like it just and also the movie is two hours and 40 minutes long it's mm-hmm. too long it's mm-hmm. entirely oh too i'm long. sorry you just got to sum up all his whole career in under three hours they could have i mean they honestly oh, like okay. if they Never, cut yeah, actually should, if yeah. they had cut out the stuff that was <laughs> like just tom parker stuff this movie could have been done in two hours like it's they're like who who manages elvis we don't know we're not gonna talk about <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, all right every time somebody's about to say it they open their mouth and then they cut to another scene of elvis I would love to see a version of this movie without Tom. There's Parker a four hour cut of the movie. Baz Luhrmann said there's a four hour cut that he, yeah. he has in the, the movie. The Tom Parker cut. The Tom it's Parker cut. cut a lot of Elvis out. It's where, yeah, more. it's where Tom Hanks sings Elvis songs. As they should Tom not Parker. call them cuts when they're adding extra shit in. They should right? call them yeah. like injections yes. or, or filler or, or something. Yeah, that sounds way cooler. Cuts. I would rather have a cut of this movie. The extra, yeah. the extra Tom out. Parker injection is yeah. what I want. I would, I mean, like, here's what I would say from this movie. I would watch a two hour concert special of Austin Butler doing an Elvis concert. Like mm-hmm. I, I was just like, he's far and away the best part of the movie. It's without a doubt, the best Elvis impression I've ever heard in my life. And he's phenomenal. You know what I think he'd say yeah. to that? Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my God, he's here. Uh, okay, Elvis? second best. Second yeah, best now. Right. Yeah. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> um, yeah. He's great. I didn't think the movie was great. So that's my All right, sum fair. up of it. Um, the other movie I watched is another one of your favorites, Robert, The Nice Guys. Hey. Nice. Really enjoyed nice. it again. Uh, super fun. Shane Black movie. Um, 
I love, I just love uh, Gosling's performance as just kind of the dipshit private eye. He's so good in it. He needs to do it more. They should have done a sequel. He needs to have more like roles like this. Mm-hmm. Where he can bust he, out his comedy chops. He's, he's perfectly great at being like smooth, suave, handsome guy. But he's his performance as just utter dipshit in this movie is so good and he's so good at it. And he looks like he's just having the time of his life. Just disappointing his daughter accidentally stumbling mm-hmm. upon clues. Yeah. Falling, falling down a, a cliff and then finding a dead body. That girl's reaction is great because she pretends to shoot him. He falls off the cliff and he's like, I'm okay. And she's like, eh, and kind of just like wanders away. <laughs> she's just like done with it. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, why are you wet? He's like, I had to question the mermaids. <laughs> you fell in the thing, didn't you? It's just like, Yeah. So good. So good. Very fun movie. So enjoyed that. I think it's on. Yeah, we watched it on Netflix. So it's available for anybody who's hasn't seen it. I think it's totally fun. So watch it. And uh, let's move on to some TV shows we've seen. TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. Robert. Uh, mostly just uh, Rings of Power. And House of the Dragon for me, my double fantasy dose every week. Um, I'll keep it vague, but um, I'm enjoying them both. I think I'm probably enjoying House of the Dragon a little bit more just because I don't know there's a couple things like that used format of a you know, Lord of the or uh, Game of Thrones rather was already a TV show, so I was like, okay, House of the Dragon takes place you know, 100 and something odd years before similar you know names as far as the houses but it's going to be like similar to that show so i already know what i'm like in for and i'm really liking like what they're doing and kind of chronicling this this house uh even though you ultimately know that you know what what happens you you know that all of these mortals will perish before the events of game of thrones so it's all kind of relative um i am also liking the rings of power and i really liked the last episode which as of this recording i think would have been the third episode um but uh, it's taking a little bit to kind of set up. I feel like this last episode did a good job of starting to set up a villain and kind of a drive for multiple characters to head towards. So I'm liking the direction it's going. Uh, it looks really great, but I'm I'm not as not quite as invested in the story yet as I am with uh, House of the Dragon. But um, yeah, they're both really good. Uh, I saw a TikTok Jamie showed me that was like when you're reacting to new places in um in the rings of power and it's like you hear the tv like now we're in the mountains of dwemda hill and he's like wow really whoa that's what they look like okay wow and i felt very attacked because that is kind of my reaction whenever they show like here's the city of numenor and i'm like oh my god well i didn't even expect that that's where elza live okay wow and that's <laughs> just felt very like on on the point as far as uh the way i build shit up in my head dumb fake places that don't exist uh both good recommend them won't say too much about them because still this mystery is still unfolding so what about you max uh i've finished off hacks which uh i enjoyed through to the end mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah i thought they did a great job with this one uh it's it's gonna keep getting more seasons right it's i sure. mean it's i i would say that's kind of up in the air because it's a it's an hbo max scripted series and those seem to be the ones that are getting cut but it is like hbo it is so critically acclaimed and i think it's been nominated multiple times that i would i 
I, I guess like I wouldn't be surprised either way, which to me means it's probably safer than other shows, which I would say are virtual guarantees to be canceled. Well, I, I think I this... can't wait to watch season three on Netflix. Um, I think it's, it's going to be great <laughs> to see the continuation of this. Yeah. Uh, away from HBO. But um, yeah, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. And I thought they, they, gosh, I don't know it. Cause they leave it in a way that would kind of be a, difficult to follow up. Uh, I, I won't give away too much, yeah. but um, like, I think, I think it, it's tough for me to un- imagine what a third season would be. Um, but yeah, good. Uh, check it out. If you haven't already, it's very funny touching one of those shows that can go, you know, back and forth from being very funny to very heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one like that, that I've uh, continued watching is reservation dogs. Uh, which I definitely recommend um, for for everyone out there. They just announced one of the actors from that is going to be in the Echo TV series. Cool um, for Disney Plus. Um, so that's going to be good. Yeah, Reservation Dogs I feel like doesn't get n- noticed enough, but it's got a lot of cool actors who like. I just imagine they're going to be showing up in a lot of stuff because they do a great job in it and. Um, and the show's great and it does a good job of like i say going back and forth i i don't know i think i i really like that one that's able to not take itself too seriously but then because it it has that levity uh all of the moments where things are serious uh feel that much much that much more serious and that like you are invested so much in those characters because they aren't like once a, once a show is like too only serious right like they can't do anything else then it just feels dramatic in the way where like you're done with it right like this is a person who really like can't enjoy life why should i like care why why should i be invested in them why should i care if if everything that they does do is so super serious um like i don't really care so i think i do like those shows that can go back and forth and show an entire character rather than just like one spotlight on the on the one aspect of their personality Mm. um i also watched the first episode of light and magic which is the uh background into industrial light and magic and kind of like how it was set up to do the effects for uh star wars where the people who were working there came from and i assume probably where where they go in the future like outside of star wars but like the first episode is pretty much just getting the the uh the team set up where they came from and like how they worked and uh it's very interesting i think i i know a lot about um the the background and the behind the scenes stuff of star wars but i'm still learning stuff and i'm i'm still like you know there are still re- revelations there and like people that i've never heard of and they they do a lot of like showing the um the work they did as kids like that's just, the best yeah just for fun they're it like looks good all these movies i was like jealous really like good. they made this stuff like they made stuff that looked really cool and had like effects in it yeah as kids and it was like so crazy to see they're um, just like messing around a lot with um like proportion like they'll mm-hmm. film they'll film somebody's hand in front uh like of somebody who's standing 20 feet behind them so yeah. it looks like they're tiny and being grabbed by a giant hand and it's just, just like little tricks like that that of course they continue using in the the thing, but 
you could tell they have a, a passion for it where every single one of them was so into it. But then you also have people who come in from completely different uh, aspects and there some people are doing the models some people are doing the visual effects some people are like creating cameras that will will function in this way so very interesting to see that broken down and i will continue watching the rest of it yeah. haven't so far uh that's another recommended also watched uh the whole series a league of their own and uh i thought that was good i thought they did a a, a good job kind of highlighting uh, a bit of a bit of why it was so difficult for for people and why this is such a mo- momentous mm-hmm. team thing how how people were able to <clears throat> liberate themselves just because they got this opportunity that hadn't existed uh previously before but like also not necessarily an opportunity maybe they had to fight every step of the way in order to you know get taken seriously or to even do what they enjoy something that you know is is free and easy for other people but um, they kind of had to fight for it mm-hmm. and claw their way to it. Um, but yeah, I thought it was it was really good. Um, I kind of forget what the movie was like, but it seems very different than the movie. <laughs> it is. It, I, I mean, there's there's some similarities, but in terms of tone and like you have, I mean, you have more time to tell a story like that in a eight episode series than a hour half movie. So. But yeah, I think in terms of tone and stuff, like mm-hmm. I think the sports is much more the focus in the movie than it is in the show. And, you know, I think I said this on our last episode. I was going to say yeah. my only complaint about the show is just how poor the baseball looks. But absolutely, absolutely like that, <clears throat> that you are not wrong on those CGI balls are terrible. Hideous. They're hideous. They look, they look so fake. Oh, I thought you were it, talking about the second Transformers movie. <laughs> It's that bad. Um, yeah, they also their pitching looks like a Destructicon it. or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> um, I I also don't know the rules very well of baseball, but I do think that oh, so this up. honey, then this is your problem. I'm sorry. I think you don't, break... do you even know what a baseball flying through the air looks like? <laughs> I do know that. I do know that. Oh, like, okay. Certain thing, certain physics are are absolutely <laughs> broken. With wait this a minute, what like, what do these baseballs do? Are they hitting them like like? I'm going to use a screwball. It's just like, is it that crazy? Or I think if it were that crazy, it would feel more real. Because... Why did they make this like a Shaolin soccer thing? And like, they're using like their powers to make the balls do like crazy stuff. That, that's, that. that's, that's the next reboot of this one. Mm. Go back to a movie and, and, and do that one. I would love to see that, but no, it's just weird. Cause they're like throwing in it. Like it, they just kind of do like a slow throw and it pops out from their hand and goes yeah. like directly across. And then like the next scene that they cut to of the person hitting it, it's like the, the line of the, the ball moving is not even lined up correctly. It's like they, they threw it one direction and it turned another direction to go to the plate. Uh, and then <laughs> some bunny like, ass pitching over here. There was something where somebody like, I swear somebody was running to the plate and somebody was catching the ball and they were safe. Right but they didn't time it correctly. So the person caught the ball first and then the person like runs to the plate and they're like safe. I'm like, wait, what? I <laughs> should have saw the exact those. opposite thing happen. That's not how that works. But then again, like the show is I, an unreliable narrator. I would say so. Yeah. Like, Oh, oh I see. They, they've, they're on the take. Like these, <laughs> that umpire is like, they're all walking wild. back to the bench. Like we lost. And it's like, wait, look. And the ball's like still flying. Like home run. It's like, Whoa, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a good show despite that the CGI bumbles and uh, the the fake looking baseball. 
like I don't really care about baseball, so it doesn't bother me too much. But I guess I care more about CGI. That's why it bugs mm-hmm. me. I'm like, they didn't do a great job. It just feels that. like they had a show where it's like they would have gone to boot camp and like learned to play baseball, and then you could just get some like it feels like you could also like get some shots of like someone who knows how to play baseball, like hitting a ball. Well, I mean, like it in or something. Like, yeah, but you're also like expecting like a boot camp of them to like learn how to play baseball, like professional baseball just players. Pros. Right. Well, I mean, the women the women weren't really pros before they joined, right? Like all the well, a lot of them gone, had so. been playing baseball most of their lives. Was sort of the well, then only hire actors who have played baseball. Okay, most okay, of their okay. Lives, okay. But do a little acting. Yeah, the 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 character stuff in there uh, is all great. Um, and I need to check it out. You know, good cast and everything. Just mm-hmm. the CGI baseballs will take you out of it, but it doesn't really matter. You'll you'll still end up as enjoying long as it takes it. me out to the ball game. <laughs> right on. Uh, I've also been watching more Harley Quinn. I think I'm caught up, but I don't think it's finished this season. Uh, still liking that. It's good. It's, <laughs> it is funny how, uh, how much they clown on Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty great. And they do a good job of like mentioning meta stuff, uh, like just like tongue in cheek jokes about, I don't know if they had something in there about canceling Batgirl, probably not yet, but they mm-hmm. have stuff in there about, um, about other things maybe like metaverses and such and and um i forget what else <laughs> it would be better if i had some examples <laughs> but like i i guess it, like um they have joker mentioning like living in society and stuff like that just like little little nods little little hints to stuff outside of the show um and like the the bane character who uh has the voice of the movie bane mm-hmm. uh, and and silly things like that i just think they do a, a good job of of that and and like the they have king shark and he goes back and they like mention the the aquaman race the uh, what what is the atlanteans atlanteans that's right (laughs) why why couldn't i think of that but like aquamanians exactly (laughs) um yeah i like it it's a good show (laughs) except most of the stuff i watched this time was was pretty good Mm -hmm. hey keep it up (laughs) <laughs> just watch good good tv just simply just do that is what i my recommendation yeah i should stick to good shows more often uh andrew you seen anything good anything bad i saw the fifth the entire fifth season speaking of crooked officials i saw the entire fifth season of cobra kai in which a crooked official features pretty heavily in that wow Ooh, uh, um, created for the show or like a real life crooked individual like Created like for the show, yeah. Just a, Nixon. One of the yeah, oh. yeah, one of the notorious crooked NBA refs just wandered on the set, and they were like, mm. What's it, "What the fuck's he doing here?" I guess we have to work him into the show. Um, yeah, there's a big subplot in or subplot, big plot in the end of season four with a crooked official that really factors heavily into season five. So, um, did, yeah. So did season five just come out? Just came out like this week. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um good really good um it's a show that i think like i've said it before it it never has quite lived up to the quality of season one season one is like truly like one of the most perfect seasons of television i've ever seen so it's hard to measure up to it but i think like in terms of a television show that shows character growth and like has um good unique lived in characters i think this is a good show um it's still good in season five so there's some things in the show that i think are missing um in terms of some representation but um yeah i mean like i 
everybody's good in it. The um, Billy Zabka, who plays Johnny Lawrence from the the villain from the first Karate Kid movie, um, who's been the main character from the beginning, is excellent. He's so good, and he's definitely shown a lot of growth as a character and as an actor too. Um, yeah, I think it's great. And I genuinely don't know shit about Karate Kid. Like I've seen the first one, like maybe once and that's about it. And so my wife who has seen all the Karate Kid movies in some multiple times, it's fun because like sometimes we'll be watching something and she'll turn to me and be like, what does that mean? Like if we're watching a Lord of the Rings thing or a Marvel thing, she's like, Hey, what's, what's an elf? <laughs> um, She'll ask like, hey, is that a reference to something? And so it's it's fun for me to watch something that she has more of, like mm. she knows the deep lore of this more than I do. So I get to say like, hey, what's that thing? So, what's that thing? Oh, well, that guy, he loves to uh, sweep the leg. Yeah. So pay attention to that. <laughs> he was a kid who did karate. Um, Have they introduced Bow Wow yet into the season five? That, uh, that's a uh, bit of a faux pas, Max. That was Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith? Jaden Smith. Was it still Jackie Chan? Yes. Okay, I got one. No, one not you. That one, lengthily, you were correct on. But. <laughs> His name is a Jaden Smith. Um, Smith. You were thinking of like Mike, name. I think. Last name sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> I ought to slap you across the face for not getting that right. Um, but yeah, season five was very good. So recommend it, Netflix. Recommend the whole show. I think it's a very good show. So there's that. And I think that's... It for me for TV. That's it for you. You're done. That's it. I'm done, though, guys. Um, so let's talk about the movie we are talking about this week, premiering on Disney Plus this last Thursday Thor, Love, and Thunder. Thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder, 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 feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thor Love and Thunder 2022 MCU movie starring Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman and Christian Bale, Christian Bale and Tessa and- Thompson and I'm okay I'm gonna have a I have a quick quick little uh tidbit or not tidbit but a, a thing to bone to pick with this movie do mm-hmm. not advertise Jamie Alexander as a title character of this movie if she's going to be in it for roughly 15 seconds Sure, but I mean, if it if it got her more pay, then uh, yeah, if it gets her more pay, sure. But like, don't like it's just like when they you know they show the title thing and the char- the actors being let on screen. It was like Jamie Alexander, and I was led being led to believe like, oh, All the Alexander heads were like, hell yes, yes, this is gonna be finally. so much to her. Um, she's just barely in the movie, so I was like, I that was kind of a I don't know, it, you know, if it led to her getting more pay, then that's great. But if like it was just a thing where it's like. Don't worry, Thor fans. She wasn't in Ragnarok and we recognize it, but good news, she's in this movie. And then just like she appears in like a screen and then she gets rescued and then she's like there for like 10 more seconds at the end of the movie. And I was just like, fuck. All right. She, she, uh, like she a, might have had more more screen time in Loki. I think she did. She absolutely did. She definitely had more screen time in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. And in this one, like she had her helmet on. I honestly thought that they had replaced her for a second before she <laughs> yeah. showed up at the end. I was like, Oh no, I guess that is the same actress. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, it, it really was weird that they, they made a big deal out of that. Yeah. Uh, before we get more into the movie, would you guys recommend people log into their Disney plus apps and watch Thor love and thunder? Uh, yes, I would. 
I enjoy it and we'll talk about it. It's another one of those ones that kind of maybe is hovering more in the middle of the pack for me, but uh, I, I liked, I liked it. And uh, I think there's some good stuff in here. Max, what about you? Uh, I think I have a bit more of a negative take on this one. I'm glad I waited to watch it and didn't see it in theaters. I think this might be the first Marvel movie I didn't see in theaters besides what Black Widow uh, released. Like pandemic releases? Yeah, yeah. Besides the pandemic releases, I think this is the first one that I didn't see in theaters. And uh, I'm, I'm not disappointed by that fact. Uh, I I thought it was among the, the lower tier. I feels like it leaned very heavily into the comedy side uh but didn't nail any of it um for for me and like i i don't think i really even chuckled uh from start to finish i think there were a couple points where i was like i should have thought that was funny but i didn't because i wasn't really enjoying <laughs> myself too much so Damn. Un- unfortunately yeah i thought it was is a pretty big miss uh and i it had more that i disliked than it had uh moments that i liked i think hmm. i think um i think it's worth watching i like to me it's i i think i'm with robert i think it's a middle of the pack movie more than it's a lower tier marvel movie it's also probably like low middle for me maybe i could double check my my rankings but it's like and it's also like i hate thinking about it like that like it, it can just be a movie that i you brought like it up too, but i know <laughs> But I hate. But I also hate that it's. Like, I hate myself. Not all the Marvel like. There's a formula to be sure, but it's not like. I wouldn't say it's you know a science where I I can't like something like I don't know. It's it's really tough. But I sorry, think, I kind of interrupted. I think the um the thing that I think is the biggest mistake with this movie is having Gore the God Butcher in it because I think what helps Thor Ragnarok succeed is that there's not a there's not huge stakes in it, like it's a. Like it's a silly movie, and he's trying to escape. Um, he's, the majority of the movie, there's not high stakes. Like you, you kind of forget Hela's in the movie for the majority of the mm. movie because he's on Sakar, mm. and he's kind yeah. of having this like romp on the on Sakar. And every once in a while, they'll go back to 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 um, to Asgard, and Hela's raising Hela. Um, but in in that movie, you're you sort of like for big chunks of the movie, forget that there's a villain. And in this one, say what you will about Christian Bale's performance, and I have my own thoughts on his performance and whether or not it fits into it and maybe reminds me too much of some early MCU villains in terms of, like, just being a... Obadiah Stane. <laughs> Thor was able to put together Mjolnir with scraps! Um, I... I think Christian Bale was not the correct person to do Hmm. this role. And to me, he almost brought an air of, I don't give a fuck about these movies to it. That it just like, I think that's a healthy thing to bring to it sometimes. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. But I also think like there's a level of like energy and like gravitas to a role of something like this that I just don't think he was in the mood to do. Hmm. It had, it had, it had a real um, Harrison Ford in the star Wars movies vibe to me. I, I, 
I feel like now that you that's said not it, how the necro sword works. <laughs> now that you said that, I agree with that. I feel like that's a good take. Huh. He was just not interested. In I, I mean, I, okay, guys, believe it or not, I'm going to disagree. I think, I do think he was putting himself in there. I think it's a weird thing though, where like his character starts and it's, it's like the very first thing in the movie is this tragic. I thought you were, I thought, oh, I thought Max was putting your like sex a, toy away. Like what a Vuvuzela or something. Cause I about to like blow into the microphone. <laughs> The, the wrong horn, like <laughs> nope. Um, so it starts off so it's hot in here. It starts off so tragic. He's in the desert. His daughter dies in his arms, and then he finds out that the god that they prayed to didn't care about them and was never going to help them. Then, by chance, the setup is very weird. He's like, "Hey, you just happened. We're actually celebrating. We just killed this guy who had the necro sword. He was going to kill us. Can you believe that?" And it's like, "Whoa, that's a crazy coincidence." And the guy's just sitting there and you didn't immediately take the sword and put it somewhere mm -hmm. or whatever. Once he's lost his daughter and, and it's on his quest to kill all the gods, he's doing so joyfully. So it is like a weird change of like, you see him and he's like hamming it up, especially like in the scene when he appears in the cage with the kids and he's like, I want to tell a story too. And he's, he's like doing his kind of British Cockney kind of accent and he's cutting off one of his shadow beasts heads and being like, you liked cutting off heads a second ago. I don't know. I kind of, I don't know. I, I liked seeing Christian Bale in a Marvel movie and I thought he was doing, I thought he was having fun. I didn't feel like he was I guess, it like, in. I think, even if, but I, I might agree with sorry. you that like, maybe it's hard. Maybe it's, it's a weird choice for the villain for it. Yeah. I, I guess I, like, I think what, I think you're right. I think he's having, I think he's, he's trying to entertain himself in a thing that he doesn't care about. And I think that's, hmm. that's maybe where I'm coming at it is that like, I never really got what, the, like, I know his motivation, obviously. He's mad that the gods failed him and he's going to kill every god. Sure. But, like, in terms of, like, him menacing the kids, but then, like, you know, being kind of goofy while he's doing it, it just never, like, this is, this to me, when people complained about Lee Pace as um, Ronan, where it's just like, oh, he's a faceless villain who just wants to do evil stuff. This, I think, that, complaint I think is more apt for this portrayal and this performance than I think it was for Ronan, who I think like Lee Pace, I thought was great in that role, uh, you know, motivations aside, I think like this is, <laughs> this is the kind of performance where I'm just like, it felt like, you know, again, like Marvel went back to the back to Taika with a Thor movie, which I don't think is necessarily a mistake, but it didn't feel fresh in the way that Taika brought, energy to Ragnarok it kind of felt like all right we got another another Thor movie let's get it out here mm -hmm. and it, go ahead Max go, for it. go ahead go for it I'll, I'll say after it. okay um it just like in that sense it it just it felt like another empty MCU villain in Gore the God Butcher and you know like I like that that series of comics as a relatively new one I think Jason Aaron wrote a good very good story with it and, you know, I'm not, again, I've never been one of these people who's like, it has to be the, how it's portrayed in the comics or it's wrong. But if it works in the movie, I'm always, I'm, I'm okay with it. I just didn't think it worked in this movie. And I think a lot of that came with, well, we got Christian Bale, just let him do whatever he wants. We're not going to do a lot of directing with him. And I think that kind of showed through in the movie because it just felt like a different villain than what was needed for this movie. Hmm. So it, I get that feeling from a, a lot of this movie, even outside of Christian Bale. It seems like 
And I think um, Ragnarok in some ways was also similar to that, where it seemed like Taika didn't, Taika Waititi didn't necessarily care about what had come previously. And the reason it really worked was because um, nobody else did either. Like the first two Thor movies were pretty well uh, disliked. Mm -hmm. And so when he came, it brought fresh life to it. It was something new. It was something different. Um, but I, I don't think he has like, uh, he holds nothing sacred, I guess. And it seems like that's his filmmaking style where, where I've seen some, uh, cut clips and they're like completely different where like the scenes and how you get from one place to another and everything completely different as if he didn't even know what he wanted to do in the movie. And most of it was ad living. Mm -hmm. And, and that is just kind of like, you leave it up to the actors to make the entire story come together. And I don't think that usually works. Uh, and, and um, like, I think my critique of Ragnarok in the first place was that uh, it didn't have enough heart and that it was constantly undercut by uh, humor or mm-hmm. attempts at humor. And uh, I, I feel like this way they leaned into the humor rather than leaning, like they got rid of, most of the heart too like in that first in ragnarok they had um a really good scene in the elevator between thor and loki as like brothers coming together Mm -hmm. and this scene uh, this movie i think they tried to do some of that with uh with the stage four cancer but it more often than being touching at all or like heartbreaking or anything like that it was played for comedy and or it was like at least not given any kind of like emotional weight to it, you know, like, uh, like Natalie Portman's on her deathbed essentially. And then and maybe this was a cut scene, but like Mjolnir comes knocking on her window and she's oh. like, Oh, Hey, come to my hand. I think this was a cut scene. Yeah. But, like, scene. but even like in the movie, it just kind of seemed like when she was in that state it was just to kind of show like oh yeah there are some stakes but you never really feel like this is a person going through cancer and and dealing with chemotherapy or anything like that yeah i i think like what i said about christian bale maybe not feeling totally invested in this i'd say that's probably a a movie-wide critique of almost everybody except for possibly chris hemsworth like i didn't feel like natalie port like it felt to me like this was natalie portman telling people stop asking me to be in these movies i this is it like you know spoiler for the <laughs> okay, I'll be movie. In one more yeah this and like i'm good stop asking me to be in these movies and you know tessa thompson isn't given a ton to do in this movie like you know there should have been more of her yeah mm-hmm. and Even so you guys like, didn't like gore i wish we had seen more of him because when you first hear about him he's like killed a bunch of gods but you don't see any of it not that i need to see every battle but i would have liked to have had more like scenes leading up to the shadow dimension stuff i also think there need to be less korg like i i think korg is Mm -hmm. a great character in little bits and i feel like he was around for too much of the movie and you know whether or not that's a like an ego thing with taika where he's just like no people love my character i need to be in it more or something he's just like too in the weeds with the character like he's in it too much and it just Mm. it it started to rub me as a little bit of like a jar jar banks thing where we're just like wow look at this cute character. He's in every fucking scene. And just like, if he was in a third of the scenes that he's in, 
it'd be like a welcome break every once in a while, but instead he's like around for everything. And I was just like, he's, he's not needed here. I, other than like, I, I feel like I'm shitting on the movie a lot, even though I think like, to me, I think this is still an enjoyable movie. I think Chris Hemsworth fun in it. Um, the, my last real complaint real quick is, um, because the only reason the only reason the guardians are in this movie is because they set up at the end of Endgame that they're going to do an adventure together and it would have been it would have felt like well we have to mention the guardians and sure. they are just i would rather they were not in this movie hmm. i agree yeah it was so quick it was a There's, waste of time yeah and it, it also just like kills the idea of them uh being in an adventure together because it yeah. basically just uh glosses over all of it and, and ditches them uh I yeah. would have almost rather had because you know the at the beginning of Ragnarok where he's like, "Hey, I bet you're wondering how I got here." You know, like I almost would have rather him had like a little prologue thing where he says like, "Hey, I'm supposed to be out with the Guardians, but I had this quick adventure. Let me catch you up." And then mm-hmm. like later they can they can team up again and meet up again. But I thought it was almost like a yeah, I know we're supposed to do this adventure thing, but fuck you. This is what you know, like this this is the real thing, and you know that thing that you were looking forward to, which is the guardians and, and Thor doing an adventure together. Yeah. We're not doing that anymore. Hmm. I also, I really, so I really remember them hyping up before this, that like Tessa Thompson's romantic interest or something like that, uh, because there was kind of a, a hint that she was like hitting on Thor and some of the other ones. And so like early on, they're like, don't worry. Uh, we've got something, uh, planned for this or whatever like we got we got something coming up and you're going to be excited to see what it is and then like it they just mentioned that she had feelings for the other valkyries or something like that yeah that, this, and that was it that was done Taika, she kisses the she kisses one of zeus's handmaidens hands and then like looks at her and is like hey and then that's also that i it. think that's the you know like taika did the thing that they they did in an endgame where it's like i know marvel fans you've been waiting for you know some gay representation and Taika did the same thing where he's like, someone asked like, how gay is this movie going to be? He's like, oh, it's going to be so gay. And again, it's just like, here's a little bit of breadcrumbs for you, LGBTQ, you know, moviegoers. It's just like the to them, it feels like the briefest amount of of like, hey, this character's gay. It's like, that better be fucking good enough for you because that's all you're getting. It's it's better than nothing, but it's it's never as much as they claim it's going to be or or it's or is it just like it's always like so sloppy where it's like I I got the, like the vibe the Valkyrie maybe was like bi or whatever in the in Ragnarok but it didn't they didn't need to like put a big punctuation mark on it but hyping it up that way is a weird yeah. thing to do because mm-hmm. that's like that's what bums me is that it's like come on come out to see this movie uh we got you covered we don't if we don't like someone knocked on her door in Asgard and like three beautiful women and then like a guy scamper out and she's like sorry I was just you know hanging out before the we took off or whatever then it'd be like okay, that's a little bit more of a, like, this is what happened. But like I said, she, she looks at a woman and is like, Hey, and then like Korg asks her like, Hey, you ever think of settling down? She's like, Oh, I've had lots of partners and that's it. Blah, blah, blah. Again, it's, it's so little. It, I don't even know why you would bother hyping it up because otherwise the, it's, I think the expectations that, are so high. That's the thing that bothers me about it is like, don't say your movie's going to be super gay and then queer bait people by just like under delivering. Like you should I mean, know better. It, technically like, I mean, that's his society, how the species works, I guess. But Korg is like the gayest part of it because their whole society is like the male rock guys 
hold hands by lava and then make new babies together. Mm-hmm. So, but, but that, I don't know if that's gay, but that's, that's also like, like how they operate. That's mentioned as almost like a laugh line too. Like that to me is like, they said it as like sort of a joke. It, it, when he first brings it up, he does. And then at the end of the movie, it turns out he does make a child with another man who did you catch? It's Dwayne, the rock yeah. is who he meets mm-hmm. and has a baby with, which is kind of funny. He also had a mustache. I don't know how that works. Um, but again, better than when that's your representation. It's like, see, see, it's gay. The rock guys had a kid. It's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, stop, stop. And then you, then you start thinking way. about it for two seconds. And it's like, is there like, this gender? is wrong. Is there I, another I, rock gender? Like, or no, I don't it, know. I don't, are there are only males. In right. It? I think if it's only like only males. Then, technically. Is it, is it male? Like what the, what does that even mean? Is That's why Marvel man fans are so mad. They're like, so there aren't females. Like it's not gay. And they're like, Oh, we're so sorry we fucked up uh, <laughs> um well you guys have had some you know fair complaints as were there any moments that stuck out more for you that you had really enjoyed or some location i loved it all goes by very fast but all of the costuming and then some cg of like the different gods in omnipotent city i thought were really cool i also really mm-hmm. liked um even though uh, the bow oh, god oh, is kind of corny oh, sorry my oh, sorry, no, going slow um, even though like I sort of didn't have the ni- most flattering things to say about her performance, I thought Natalie Portman's Mighty Thor costume was really cool and very mm-hmm. true to the comics. Um, mm-hmm. I I have a complaint that Thor's outfit when he leaves the Guardians is like has the fur over the top of the cape and like a black thing, and it looked so fucking cool. And then he changes into the blue and gold one, which I don't hate. It's kind of like a more Guardians of the Galaxy suit. Like it look, I thought that was going to be his like his official suit when he's a Guardian. Mm-hmm. And it turns out just to be the thing that he kind of arbitrarily puts on to differentiate himself from Mighty Thor. When he sees her, he's like, "You're kind of stealing my look." And then he goes and he puts on a helmet he never puts on the rest of the movie, which is huge and extends. And this other armor, and I was like, this just isn't as cool as the armor you already showed. Why doesn't he have that on still? Yeah, that's that's kind of the vibe. I, I'm always a, a like costume. I'm also always chasing the costume, see what's what's good sure. and what's bad. We know. Uh, Natalie Portman's was great, um, but like Thor did about five costume changes during mm-hmm. this thing, and for most of it, my favorite was, was the no costume. The, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the one he wore for most of it was the absolute fucking worst of the bunch. And I don't know why they chose to do that. And I, I, toys. Liked, I mean, it's I just liked, toys is an answer. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, they had all the other ones you could have. If, if you look at Natalie there, and him side other. by side, even with the fur, I wonder if they were like, it's too like similar or they can't too. But like, I was like, even with the That's fur, the it, it immediately looks different. Yeah. And like, he's never had quite like a sleek. There's not a lot of stuff going on on the chest. It's kind of like, looks like leathery. And I just like, so watching it again, I was like, man, this costume is really cool. And I was really upset that like he never puts it back on. It's like it's always just the blue and which again, I'm not as down on. I think it I think it looks fine, but I think in comparison, I was like, it, no, don't show me awful. that other costume and then do this one. <laughs> it looks awful. It looks overdone. They do basically the same version, but in black later, and it looks like a lot better because it's not so busy. When At is he the very it in black. End, at the oh. very end, they just do like a little like, what are what are they up to now? And he's in essentially the same costume, but it's black. And uh, it looks better because it's not like 
bright yellow with bright gold. Sorry, gold Max, what were you looking for? And... Blue and yellow spandex? <laughs> this is like this is the one i normally say hey go bright go yeah go yeah yeah, yeah. i know, it's, I know. Not, it's not like uh it didn't seem thought out it seemed like everything was tossed together like you said it felt like and somebody else made this comparison basically like the avengers video game that they put out mm-hmm. and they have to have like a hundred different costumes and each one has to have like different um like elements color like... different colors that go with it and sure. like like 80% of them don't work. And then you find like one that's decent for it. This felt like that. It felt like they really landed on the wrong one. And he's got like other looks. He, he starts out in the leather, the kind of like rock and roll. Uh, that's kind of like the, the uh, final fight he, outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Terry, Terry Bogard yes. looking thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so he starts with that and then he goes to the awesome one with the fur that you would expect him to wear for the rest Boot, of the boots and the fur. The boots and the Apple bottom jeans. Also, like they briefly show him, like when he's growing up, he's got kind of like the classic Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the classic Thor for which I believe those were his some of his kids running in that scene. Oh, that's neat. This this production had a lot of like the children of at the actors were yeah, in. Yeah, Christian film. Bale's kid is in the movie. Yes, Portman's kids in the movie, and Chris Hemsworth's daughter plays a prominent role in the movie. That's right. As who? Love. Titular the, love. Yeah, titular love. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Did not feel, know feel that. bad about not liking it now. Yeah, no, oh, I can. St- <laughs> I like that aspect of it. I think it's cool that the kids are in you, it, but they should have made a good okay. movie around um, They should have no, done, I, I, done, I do like done justice for the kids. And okay, what did you guys think of? Because I, I have a feeling you maybe aren't as a big a fan of this. The the children temporarily getting the powers of Thor and, and being able to fight the the shadow. Okay, demons. I don't have a problem with it. But it should have been something that, like, he's done before. If he can pass on the power of thunder to other yeah, people, yeah, that would be very helpful to do. Wouldn't in that a have been super helpful during this the fight with Thanos's army? <laughs> There's like <laughs> hundreds of people on his side. But also, is this sort of like once he realized that when he made Mjolnir, like, he's like promised always protector, and then he realizes that, like, like Odin, he now has the power to kind of create spells like that. Is that part of it that he's like, oh, maybe I can. Maybe I can do this. I can endow their them power. It should. I, I think just just thinking. I that mean, sort of thing should have been touched on. It also maybe they should have mentioned that like it dissipates his own power. Yes. To then like be a good to then like tr- like if he's gonna like imbue people with it, he loses little bits of it each time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought it was clever because the way in the comics that she becomes Thor is that Thor Odinson becomes uh, unworthy of Mjolnir from Original mm-hmm. Sin, and then. Jane Foster becomes worthy of Mjolnir. In this, he tells Mjolnir, no matter what you do, always protect Jane. Mm-hmm. And so it goes to Jane when she has terminal cancer. But only cancer. if she visits you. <laughs> so Jane has terminal cancer. The, Mjolnir goes to protect her, but Mjolnir exacerbates her cancer. <laughs> it's 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 like he it protects her in the sense of like while she's Thor, she's healthy and doesn't have the cancer. But as soon as she becomes Jane Foster, she's like a hundred times worse than when she turns. <laughs> yeah, it's before. Like, well, yeah, it's like the trade off. It's like the power of Thor. Like Thor is always kind of Thor, whereas this is like a, a edict that he gave to the hammer to protect her. So when she's as, as mighty Thor, she is like not invincible, but she's like not suffering from whatever malady she has in human form. And then when she switches back, do they even say? Do they say too that like? Basically, the chemo can't work because when you're becoming Thor, it's like not having a chance to help your body anymore. You're just like well, Tessa also one. like Tessa Thompson, Valkyrie also. I I do like that they call her Val. I thought that was a very 
cute mm. little nickname. Even um, though they already have a Val in the in the uh, MCU. Who, Who's Elaine? Val? Yeah, Elaine Fosmeyer. Oh, well, we don't talk about her right now. Um, I did think like I don't know. Just it to me like if other characters know it and like I don't know. It just felt to me like it negated what he had instructed Mjolnir to do, which is to protect her. And instead it killed her. <laughs> also, it's, I'm just thinking about this now. Like she gets the power when she holds Mjolnir, right? Mm-hmm. And then she kind of loses it when she doesn't have it, but she like throws Mjolnir around and doesn't, it doesn't lose the power. Yeah. Yeah. She's like commanding it though, where it's like, I feel like if she's like, if she's actively like, cause she also like, spins it in her hand so it's like leaving her hand for like half a second and she's not like flickering back to jane like while she's like moving it so i don't know i'm that one i'm just willing to be like you'll give it some creative license okay i can i can if you're not using it in battle like if if she yeah that'd be funny if like she throws a hammer and like it starts killing all these enemies then she's like oh like standing there like all fucked up and then it goes back to her i did love and seemed like op she could throw it it pieces went out like shotgun i like that and then like reassembled and like i was like this is better than the original camera. Right. Yeah, should have done this earlier. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you break it earlier, you idiot? Um, um, yeah, I liked I liked that. I I actually really liked the how it looked when they went to the shadow realm. Oh, I love that. I thought that Especially was since like, only a couple things with color, like the bolt generated yeah. a little color. Uh, what's his face? His eyes were always yellow, mm-hmm. and then like I think oh Jane when when Yolnir lit up the cracks glowed blue and it let a little bit of pigment on stuff. I thought that That's, looked that was weird I thought that looked fucking awesome I thought that whole yeah, scene it was looked a good great. it was really cool yeah what did you guys think since this is a running joke of the those delightful little goats no didn't like them the no. I think the fact that he even Tyka said that it was a reference to the goats that were used in a parody of the Taylor Swift song was like mm-hmm. that video is 10 years old it's ancient I was just Which like, maybe he's hearkening back to the ancient Viking. <laughs> <laughs> it just was like, I, I unnecessary, completely unnecessary. Screaming goats were, were kind of, they had a moment. 20, 2010s. They yeah, had, like, yeah. It's past. It's long past. So I, they, they did need to do it. I understand. Maybe Tyka still thinks it's funny, you know, can't help yourself sometimes, but that was one of those things where it's just like, leave your own, your own vices at home, man, man. <laughs> your own vices. <laughs> he's so into. He just creatively had to get them in there because he's like, I need to just yeah. be rid of. These. I need a hit. I need a hit, man. I need to do something. I just um, love screaming goats. I did. I also enjoyed that he. There's a lot of um, like Australian and New Zealand like actors and like mm-hmm. musicians and stuff mm-hmm. that filled in small roles in this movie. So it's clear that he was just like either his friends or like people who, um you know, he's worked with before just kind of got little bit roles in the movie. I enjoyed that. Sure. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, I, I also like that Valhalla opens up the possibility for uh, a lot of the characters. They just fucking killed off in Ragnarok in two seconds uh, to, to have another appearance. Yeah. I, I was pretty Whether they are communicated that. with or somehow brought back from the day. I mean, these are even, comic even book the, movies, so there's yeah. no reason you couldn't technically bring someone back. Even though they still shitted on him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, they. He was like, and this, this guy, guy and this, and guy, this guy, died. guy died. Who was he? And he was like, literally, like, yeah, like the one guy. And he's like, I don't even know who that guy was. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. So um, it's another example, I feel like, of Taika really not caring and just going with whatever uh, he was feeling at the time. And and most people don't care about it. So it doesn't matter. But like, rather than rather than fill them out as characters, like, just ditch him. So like, it it's kind of 
neat that they that there is an opportunity that they could come back and get yeah. fleshed out a little bit. I um I was wondering if if Natalie Portman, this is the, the very end of the movie, spoilers, I guess. And he she shows up in Valhalla and sees um sees Heimdall. Heimdall. And I was kind of expecting to see Lady Sif's arm like waving. <laughs> Just because, like, it did get cut off in battle, and just be like, "Hi!" <laughs> like, that would have been too the grim. unmistakable arm of Sif, the unmistakable <laughs> right arm of Sif. She only you know, has like eyelashes. It's like, "Yoo-hoo!" <laughs> and like, "Hi!" <laughs> I'm Lady Shift Arm. So, are they um, just planning to give her a bionic arm in the next movie? Is that what they? Yeah, it was interesting that like she had it; it was gone, but they didn't have anything on it yet. And I wonder if if it's like, will it have to be like an Asgardian thing where it's just kind of like very basic in, in thing, Thor or... 5 they'll have a brief scene where she gets a new arm and before she can even say thank you they cut and she's gone yeah Did she you... gets a new arm and then someone shoots her right in the fucking face and they're like <laughs> what was what was her name again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this lady in a montage it'll, but it'll costume. be it'll be uh, Taika's character just goofing around oops didn't mean to yeah. shoot her in the face yep. but... that's funny they do that they do that Max the same thing where it's like and this guy died and this guy and it's like and Lady Sif died and then they like shoot her in the head it's like Oh, we didn't tell you? Yeah, just now. She died. I she smothered her to death in a sleep. Sorry. And I and ain't I they, And then they just, they put Korg's face on a screaming goat and they both just scream for the rest of the movie. Uh, I was pretty disappointed with uh, the body change from uh, end of end game Thor to this one, how they just. He worked out it. really hard. Yeah. In a, in a montage. Yeah. I feel like people early on said, uh, like they better not change this just, you know, at the beginning of the movie in a montage. And that's exactly what that's they exactly did. exactly what they it. did, yeah. And I I don't don't like it. And it was basically just, you know, now that he's feeling good about himself, he works out and then a done. Right. He doesn't need to like they didn't need to keep the entire fat suit on him, but just like have him be like kind of pudgy or, you know, like just like not immediately he's back to, you know, Chris Hemsworth I've been working out for six months, getting prepared for this role, dude. I don't know, man. When Zeus flicks his clothes off, I, I wasn't questioning any decision he made. Okay. On... The other, the other thing I wanted to, to bring up, Chris Pratt looked fucking weird. Didn't he? Chris that Pratt? wasn't Chris Pratt. That's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looked Pratt. just like, he just looked like, shaggy he looked like, shaggy oh, and like he, was he didn't like, look like he didn't look fit like he like with well, the last time we saw him even in i think endgame he looks a little bit more muscle he just looked i mean like was, you know like yeah he looked like he lost like 50 pounds which like it like skinnier. you know whatever like he shouldn't have to keep on the muscle year round but it was just like he looked like yeah kind of disheveled and skinny i was just like I think someone what? called him that morning like chris you know you're shooting thor four right and he's like oh fuck and like, ran over there <laughs> Got out, ran for chugging church, protein ran powder on his way to the set and just like trying yeah. to do some curls in the car. Fuck, fuck. Okay, it's a me, it's a me. No, that's not the movie I'm going to. <laughs> fuck. Okay, uh, let me think. Let me get my mindset. Um, I got to bring a whole new version of. Uh, yeah, I've been Dark talking. In, I've been talking in normal Mario voice for too long. Let me. Uh... <laughs> well, let me get back. Let me ground myself back to Chris. Voice. Come on, Chris. I need to use Chris voice. I think. Um, I think part of it was that like. Um, I think what they were going for was that Thor was there and kind of throwing him off his game because he had kind of taken charge of the ship from uh, Chris Pratt. Plus, thinking... he is like also like they've been on the mission looking for Gamora, so maybe he's just like not taking care of himself, kind of like I don't know. So, w- when you said Chris Pratt originally, I thought you were talking about 
so there's Matt Damon and there's somebody else playing Loki. And I oh, thought that was Chris Hemsworth's Pines brother. Chris Pine's brother. It's, Who is it though? It's Liam. It's it's the other Hemsworth. It's not. Hemsworth. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. So it is another brother. It's another Hemsworth. It's Sam Neill. It's Matt Damon. Samuel's Odin again. Yes. And the other Hemsworth. You think and they then... could get? I, I know it's Asgardian like uh actors mm-hmm. but you'd think the production could become a little higher now it's like a tourist attraction right right it felt very like, well they did they, hire they did hire melissa mccarthy so yes that's true yes who is canonically an asgardian i guess yes I, so i i'm still confused by their portrayal of asgard and like what asgardians are and whether or not they have powers like why are the kids not super powerful without thor's stuff why why is it just that there are some i guess what they're saying is there's a, a race and then some gods that live among them. Is that it? Yeah. I mean, I think it's also like if, if Thor had gone untrained as a kid, he may not be Thor, God of thunder. He may just be Thor, you know, kid, cute kid. Am I wrong? But in the comics, all as guardians are essentially Thor, N- not Thor. He's kind of stands out among they're them. Like powerful they're powerful or very like... powerful. Right. Hmm. I guess, I but idea. again, like that could be a, a creative license thing of we're not doing this in the movies. This is thing from the comics. I'm just confused by it. Cause it's never like, okay. Re- you know, it really was like been explained in a, like half the people do have powers. Like Heimdall can see everywhere and they, yeah. they all kind of like exist on this rainbow Bifrost bridge thing. And that's how they travel. But like some of them are just human beings that live in space and some of them are gods and they don't really have a distinction between them. I've always just been confused by, by yeah, what it makes it, it makes it then when you call someone an Asgardian, it's like, oh, an Asgardian. It's like, well, do you think that they're a god Asgardian or do you think that they're just like a, a person fisherman. who's like lives in a house? Yeah. And is like a fisherman. Yeah, no, yeah, it could it, be like, especially could especially be like a, a introduced. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, let me let me tell She Hulk introduced the Asgardian workers that have like flame neon stuff on their their. And, but it seems like those are powerful, not the people wielding them. Because the humans so. can just use them. Um, before I forget, it is funny to me that so the the shadow creatures take all the kids. Now that that's the funny part. That's what we're talking <laughs> about. Um, they're having like a meeting, and they're saying like we need to raise an army to go get these kids back from Gore. And they go, what army? Like half our soldiers are dead. And then someone says, our, our half our soldiers are always dead. I yeah. Was like, All right. That's kind of funny. <laughs> only in the only in the Taika movies, but seems yeah, to keep happening. But he's like, they get everyone off Asgard. It blows up. Then Thanos shows up, kills half the people on the ship. But the ship also blows up. So I don't know where all those people, how they got to Earth anyway. Yeah. Rough times for the Asgardians. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I real quick before we end, uh, I thought the ending of the movie is very cute with Thor teaming up with. You know, he takes Gore's Gore basically he convinces Gore not to enact his evil plan of destroying Valhalla. And instead he like sacrifices his life to give life to his kid again. He, he basically says, like, you don't like you you say you want to kill all the gods, but what you really want is her back. Yeah. Like you you really want love. And he's like, and he says, like, he doesn't even convince him as much as he's like, Why would I talk to you? Like, I have this woman over here that I care about. Like, if I'm gonna die, if I'm gonna die in one second when you make this wish like i'm gonna be with her Mm -hmm. which i liked yeah i did like that even though it's maybe a little cliche like lun love wins out i did like that change at the end because he had a moment of clarity when the necrosword wasn't controlling him Mm -hmm. where he actually made the right decision yeah so So he brings love back to life um and thor pledges to raise love and they have a very cute little scene at the end it's it's chris hemsworth and his own daughter so i like that for the for they the had some chemistry too. yeah but i, I, I think that's an interesting yeah, like way that. to make thor have something going on <clears throat> um also uh thor chris hemsworth's wife appears in this movie i don't know if you 
noticed that, but when they were talking about his different conquests, there was a wolf woman. Oh, that was his wife? That was Elsa Pataki. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Wow. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and, now, and now they're making a werewolf movie in the MCU. <laughs> Coincidence? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, yeah, so, I yeah, I think we're all pretty much in agreement. This is not a top-tier Marvel movie. Um, I think we're all kind of in the middle lower tier of of the marvel movies with this one i think it's i mean i don't think it's as bad as thor or thor 2 but for me it is it is definitely it i think it my expectations were not high with this movie and even then i they were not met i don't think Mm -hmm. i think i would watch thor 2 over this one maybe (laughs) <laughs> and Robert's eyes got wide. <laughs> no, I'm 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 disappointed for you guys because I enjoyed it. I think a little bit more than both of you, but uh, but I, like you said, I'm still still like middle tier for me. Wish it, I wish I liked it a little bit more. Still, um, what can you do? Yeah, on to I, the next one. I think I think Tyker can do better than this, and that's why I'm disappointed. I've yeah, seen sure. I've seen good movies, and if he leans into. Uh, getting you to care about the characters rather than just like that. Maybe he was like feeling non- really invincible after the Ragnarok because people really that, liked that one. That to so me is kind of, was... I, I that's my feeling is that he was like, damn, I really hit it out of the park with Ragnarok or people said I did. And so like, I just got to give him more of that. And it didn't quite get there to me. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's weird to me because he made Jojo, Jojo's, Jojo uh, rabbit, bizarre, bizarre adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jojo's bizarre rabbit. Uh, that was after that, and that had a. I felt like a lot more heart than. Uh, I agree with that. I, I think that also movie gets you know, de- depending on where you're looking, gets some flack online too. Yeah, so I, I think people For are sure. getting a little exhausted with him. And, yeah. Uh, but what can you do? That's if you're a working director and you're you're going to be making movies fairly consistently, that's just going to happen. You're going to make so. stuff that some people don't like. I mm-hmm. yeah, I think where my disappointment with this movie comes from is that everybody involved can do better, like and has done mm-hmm. better. So like mm-hmm. it just I the confluence of a bunch of people kind of turning in meh performances and you know, to be totally frank with you, other than like some of the TV show stuff we've talked about, I feel like some of the Marvel movies of late have been kind of meh. Like you know, Not the Eternals Eternals was borderline mm. bad you know like there's mixed things about um dr strange spider-man was great but like mm-hmm. they just have had kind of you know like not i would say they haven't reached the heights of some of their best stuff yeah i, I like yeah. dr strange more than most people but i would agree that i do too like overall yeah i just it wasn't like the knock out of the park that was like damn good one yes like i was just like yeah i mm-hmm. like that one yeah I, I think spider-man probably does fall into that category but Me that kind of like also is more sony than than marvel yeah maybe yeah <laughs> i guess um, i don't really know yeah well anyways that'll do it for this one we'll see you next time Bye-bye. bye bye